Second past 10 a.m. is your feel good radio, fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. A great morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from uh, today, Wednesday, the 28th of April uh, 2021. Uh, good to know you're there joining us uh, this morning. Jack here with the song World is in Trouble. Uh, Kick certain things at this hour. Uh, Jack here or Ia according to the uh, 
Kingstonians. I don't know whether there's anything so just that. Well, he's a Jamaican reggae musician who was raised in Kingston. And um, because uh, he's one of those uh, that, you know, a lot of conscious music coming out of that city. And um, that song, World is in Trouble, because it talks about some of the issues across parts of the world. Uh, we know that there are so many challenges facing mankind as far as the world is concerned. The Nigerian situation, I'm sure, uh, very, we're all very conversant with and we're all bothered about the situation, waiting for changes to begin to happen. The hope, of course, uh, is that those changes will come sooner rather than later. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Welcome to Platform. This Wednesday is the second installment of the program. I remember I'll do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11, and we get to discuss all sorts of issues that affect you and I. Today, the 28th, marks exactly three days thereabout before Workers' Day. Workers' Day is celebrated annually on May the 1st, and this morning, the plight of the Nigerian worker will be getting our attention uh, on the program. Uh, the State Secretary of the Nigerian Union of Teachers will be representing the Nigeria Labour Congress this morning and I uh, will be talking to us as far as what the situation of workers is this morning uh, in the country and as well uh, what uh, the expectation or the plans are for this year's Workers' Day. Good morning to you. This platform right here on Fresh 107.9 FM. Wale Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there. I did say earlier uh, that uh, Workers' Day will be getting our attention on the program this morning. The International Workers' Day, also known as Labor Day uh, in many countries, is often referred to as May Day. Uh, is a celebration of laborers and the working classes that is promoted by the international labor movement. And it happens every year on the first day in the month of May. Now, while it may belong to a tradition of spring festivals, the date was chosen in 1889 for political reasons uh, by the Marxist International Socialist Congress, which met in Paris and established the Second International as a successor to the earlier International Working Men's Association. Now, they adopted a resolution for a great international demonstration in support of working class demands for the eight-hour day. The date has been chosen by the American Federation of Labor to continue an earlier campaign and um, it culminated in the A-Market Affair, which occurred in Chicago on the 4th of May, 1886. May Day subsequently uh, became an annual event. And, uh, you know, the, the, the story goes on and on as far as um, what led to the Workers' Day. But uh, what you know and what we all know is that for so many years now, uh, every first of May has been celebrated on Workers' Day. And looking ahead of this year's Workers' Day, I was speaking with the State Secretary of the Nigeria Union of Teachers as representing the Nigeria Labour Congress this morning. Comrade Oyelere Samson is in the studio with me this morning. Good morning to you. Uh, good to have you join us. 
Thank you, my brother. Good well, morning. Should I be saying happy workers in advance uh, to you? <laughs> well, well, that is for all of us because we're okay. also a worker. Uh, of course. Uh, well, um, let's um, get straight to it. Um, I know that every year, you know, uh, the uh, the conversation is always around uh, what is the situation with workers, what are the plights of workers in the country, uh, what are we looking at improving as far as welfare, you know, the general treatment of workers are concerned. Uh, in the country, I know that uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, plannings are ongoing as far as uh, what Labour uh, wants to do or wants to get uh, from this year's Workers' Day. Let, let's start this morning uh, by asking: what, what would you say are the biggest challenges of the Nigerian worker at the moment? Thank you. What well, the the biggest challenge that Nigerian workers are facing currently is the challenge of their rights. Workers in Nigeria and all over the world, they have rights to know about their health and safety matters. They have the rights also to participate in decisions that will affect their health and safety. And also they have the right to refuse work that will affect their health and safety. So if you ask me now that what is our biggest challenge, I will say safety. Hmm. Nigeria workers are passing through hell. Not only the workers, the entire nation. Currently, we are passing through a, a, a situation that no one ever envisaged. But all the same, Nigerian workers are hopeful that things will get better. So it's about our safety. Now, this this hope that you talk about um, emanates from what? Uh, does it emanate from um, your resolve as workers? Is it emanating from your conversations with government or promises that have been made? Where, where exactly is this hope coming from? What? Or is it just the hope we have as Nigerians? You know, uh, I've heard some people say we are the most hopeful people in the world. Mm. <laughs> is, it, is it just that hope? Or, or is, it, is it coming from something you've seen? Okay, it's coming from what we have seen. It's coming from what we have had. It's coming from the experience we have gathered. Several other nations had gone through this kind of situation before. And at the end, they, they, they were able to scale through. So we have that hope. And intellectually, we cannot, we can, if we allow our hope to be dashed, then Nigeria is finished. So we believe and we are still trusting God that that hope, intellectual hope, the way we are reasoning, the way we are running the affairs of this nation along with the leadership, we believe with time will come out of these challenges. Now, um, I, I know that, uh, you know, uh, from last year, uh, from Workers' Day last year up until uh, this moment, there's been a lot of um, issues that um, Labour has had to deal with. Uh, I know last year was uh, in the middle of the COVID pandemic, or was still, of course, uh, in the pandemic, but 
uh, you know, was a, the situations were a lot worse uh, as our workers day last year. I know events had to be held, you know, uh, low-key, just a couple of um, individuals, uh, you know, sitting down to discuss workers' issues. And uh, it was also at the time when, uh, you know, a number of states were beginning to finalize agreements, so to speak, as far as the uh, national minimum wage uh, was concerned. Mm. Uh, I know Ogun State, for example, signed just a couple of months to that. I think it was in February, February. when uh, an agreement was finally reached mm. with um, workers after uh, so many back and forth. But uh, a year after, there are still states that are you know yet to come to an agreement as far as that is concerned. Even those that did come to agreements have also, you know, we've had issues of non-payment uh, we've had um, issues of some that have been paying coming out to say, we, well, we can no longer afford to pay or we might be, uh, in fact, so uh, I think Kano suggested going back to the old minimum wage at some point, uh, maybe it was for the month of March or thereabout. Um, wh- what would you say, uh, you know, as, as a, what is the plan of labor? Because uh, definitely, uh, did you, uh, have you um, gotten the desired results from the conversations you had last year's uh, Workers' Day? Have you gotten the desired results? Are you uh, happy at the situation that workers find themselves one year on? Or are you disappointed? What 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 is your feeling? Uh, following last year's conversation uh, up at uh, the situation you're in up until this moment? Well, in Ogun State, uh, the issue of minimum wage presently has been settled. We have no issue with that because um, kudos must also be given to the state government for signing the agreement and also abiding with the agreements. Ogun workers are collecting minimum wage till this present moment. Do we have some uh, skirmishes in some states of the Federation where the implementation of minimum wage uh, has not enjoyed the desired uh, 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 thoughts from our leaders and the National Executive Council of uh, Nigeria Liberal Congress met, discussed that and they have given their the, the margin order to those states to enforce it. Though, it, presently, throughout the world, we might be talking about positive fund. Yes. But in Nigeria, our problem is more of parity. What we give parity to, that is more of our problem than issue of paucity. We know quite well that those states can afford to to pay the minimum wage. What are we talking about? 30,000. 30,000 for a whole month. Approximately 1,000 naira per day. When they are now selling just a cup of gari now for 800 naira. Well, we're still on it. And I believe that uh, that has gone beyond the level of the state leadership. It's now in the hands of the National Executive Council. And they are taking those states, uh, they are taking them into consideration to see that we achieve that. Just before we, you know, um, step this down to the situation in Ogun State okay. uh, for, for a moment. Okay. Um, the, a lot of you, because you, you just mentioned as well, you know, how labor is of the belief that 
some of these states that claim they cannot pay uh, can't pay it's just a matter of prioritizing uh, I've, I've had people who have said every time state governors or state governments come out to say we cannot afford it labor of course is of the uh, you know of the opposite opinion saying it is something you can afford and this uh, position the expectation is that it is born out of the fact that labor members our workers in government they see what is coming out that is it. But, but we rarely ever not even really. We've never seen labor uh, come out to tell Nigerians, you know, practically and say, look, these are the figures, at least that we know of. Uh, it's, it's always a situation of labor just saying uh, they can pay it. And, you know, government, of course, uh, in their own right would also come to come to Nigerians or come to their residents and say we cannot afford it. And it, it's just always that back and forth. There are a number of people that believe labor could do more by saying we have the figures. These are the figures. What do you mean by you cannot pay? Well, we have. Is, is it a situation of labor just not wanting to rock the boat, or you know, what exactly is it? Yes, yes, labor creates wealth. We are part of the decision making in this nation, and also in Ogun State, we are part of it. So, if labor is talking about the campaign, we have the facts, we have the figures. Our members are the one generating this wealth for the state. Our members are the one generating the wealth for the nation. So we have the records, but there are some classified documents that we cannot just uh, circulate. The leadership know what they are saying. When they, when we are talking about, we have the figures. Is it, is it, do you think the documents about a state's um, revenue is classified? Don't you think everybody in that state has a right to know? If labor has it, why not help the people to know? Do, do you think it is classified? I agree there are some classified information, but okay. is it classified or we're just keeping them secret and labor is just helping to keep them secret? Oh, no, 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 not at all. Labor is not helping them to keep it secret. Uh, state-wise, even every year, there is something they call the internally generated revenue. Mm. Where the state government will even come out and tell us that this is what they have generated this year. This is what they have generated year before. Like about two, three days ago, I, I, I think uh, uh, it, it was well pronounced that Ogun State happens to be the the, the second that generated the highest revenue in Nigeria after Lagos State. That is to tell you that the figure is with the federal, the figure is with the state. And also, we have the same figure with us. So, so you're saying that the figures are there, there's really it, nothing? It's, it's all around. It's all around. Okay, I, I just wanted to clear that part because I've, I've heard some people say, why is Labour also, why is Labour just saying they have the funds? Why is Labour not coming out with, you know, documents to show that, you know, government really has the funds? It's, it's not to question Labour's position we, we, we in ha, any way. We have the figures. Mm. But we, can, we might not be able to lay our hands on the papers because mm. it belongs to the government, which <laughs> is a classified document. Now, so, stepping it back to the Ogun State, uh, stepping it down to your state situation, you, you you spoke about the uh, you know the minimum wage issue having been settled after the agreement was reached in February. I know it took a while before implementation started, but uh, after it kicked off, uh, it's, it's been consistent ever since. But uh, the, uh, I know that there are there was a time that there was you know there were threats of uh, labor going on strike again uh, because of uh, some other issues uh, that were brought up. Uh, the issue of um, 
uh, the was it was it the pension reform thing? Uh, there was also the issue of uh, gratuities and the like. So, what, what, what's the situation of workers in Ogun State at the moment? What level are you at as far as engagement uh, with the Ogun State government, or uh, have all these things been put to bed? Uh, what's the Ogun State um, uh, review, or what do you say is the situation in Ogun State at the moment? Okay, thank you. Um, presently in Ogun State, as I said earlier, the issue of minimum wage is settled. We have some other challenges that we are facing in the hands of the state government. But all the same, uh, we, we have the notion that unionism has gone beyond banging of tables here and there. Unionism has to do with knowledge-driven. It has to do with uh, having superior arguments, uh, getting the necessary data to work with before you begin to agitate for anything. All this we have gathered, all this we're still working on. Um, the last agreement we reached with the, the state government, I think, lapsed at this last quarter. And uh, the labor movement in Ogun State is working around the clock to, to go back to the round table with the state government. But the only opportunity Nigerian workers normally have yearly is that maybe so if we if we, if you are challenging state government on anything which is just two days or three days to to work as day then you might give them opportunity to rescind some of their decisions so we are we are looking forward to all that we have presented to the state government especially on our demands as regards the last uh, uh agreement reached so we're looking forward to the state government that on the 1st of May, this will eventually be settled once and for all. However, labor movement are also mobilizing. We're also thinking round and uh, believing that if our demands are not met, then the state government will hear from us. Now, you, you talk about how, you know, May 1st or May Day is a very veritable opportunity you know, to get government to do certain things. And, you know, events on that day almost always, you know, uh, uh, come with government making grand announcements. It's almost like yearly a government is trying to make a grand announcement, you know. And over the years, it has turned out that some of these announcements, uh, you know, just, just for the ceremonies, uh, for some reason, it, ju it just continues to happen year in, year out, you know, after they are made, while whether it's a parade, although there were no parades last year but you know in time past you have parades on the may day government makes an announcement workers chair and then that that's just it uh you know you'd expect that our may day celebrations have to have gone past that level where it's just an opportunity for government officials to come make promises they probably wouldn't keep eventually well if uh, that is the notion of uh others labor leaders in the states do not see that way okay uh, let's let's take them by their words. Mm. If you want to challenge anybody, let that person be committed, either in writing or in in, 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 in words. Let that person be committed. Let us listen to what will come out from Ogun State this year, and let's see how the labor movement in the state will pursue it to a logical conclusion. Let me also say this clearly. You see. As I said earlier, uh, labor movement and labor struggle has gone beyond banging tables. Mm. 
it, it has a lot to do with critical thinking. It has a lot to do with gathering of data and information that you can use to face those at the hems. So, having done all that, be rest assured that Ogun State, under the leadership of Comrade uh, Bankoli, will surely do the needful to make Ogun State workers happier. Now, um, I know that as part of activities to celebrate this year's May Day, uh, there's the Workers' Day Symposium expected all tomorrow. Now, when I saw the advertorial for the uh, symposium, I uh, saw the you know two big issues that will be discussed there. There's the uh, issue of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, okay, I'll just read that out. COVID-19 pandemic, social and economic crisis, uh, challenges for decent jobs, social and uh, people's welfare. And then there's also the issue of casualization in workplaces and assault to human dignity, filling the gaps in our labor law, uh, we, 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 which is a big issue. But j- just before we get into that, um, uh, we've had various opportunities. In fact, I've had the... Um, NLC chairman himself come here a number of times to talk about the challenges of the, the that came with COVID and how it has affected Nigerian workers and now and all. Uh, so we we somewhat have an idea of what the challenges were. But w- would you say we're we're recovering? Uh, you know, as far as uh, you know the uh, effects of the pandemic on workers. Would you say workers are beginning to recover or have recovered fully or are, you know recovering from the pandemic as of now? Not at all. Hmm. Not at all. Because the issue of uh, COVID escalated the challenges of security. The challenges of security culminated and gave us where and brought us to where we are now. Inflation, even the so-called minimum wage we are talking about, cannot take anybody home again. So, the challenges of COVID is still with us. Even though we might be talking about a reduction in the incident cases daily, which about four or five days ago we were celebrating having less than 100. Now it's also... Yes, it was. Yes, it was over 100. And also, we still have to be very careful because in some other nations now, we are now having the second, the third waves. If care is not taken, if care is not taken, if we are not proactive... To challenge this COVID as expected, if we have the third wave, I pray Nigeria will be able to survive it. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, uh, the only trick uh, to avoiding another wave is, um, you know, ensuring that we as a country or as a people do not uh, see the somewhat level of reduction in number of cases as a reason to lose. Uh, what has happened? Uh, if I know there was a time, uh, some almost uh, about two months ago, and I remember there was a time we had to uh, discuss, uh, you know, issues of casualization, even right here at the Ogun State Assembly, and you know, it got it got a number of interesting reactions. Um, what what is the plan of labor? Uh, I know you might you know you might have an idea of what the national plan is, but at least at the state level, or if you can talk to us about the national level as well, uh, what is the plan of labor as far as you know taking care of the labor laws to uh, guide against this issue of casualization? This is something that we've been talking about for you know for so long. I it's just been too long. 
that we've been talking about this. And one would expect that, uh, you know, we should be moving to other discussions that affect workers. But for some reason, year in, year out, the issue of casualization is just always at the front burner. Well, the issue of casualization uh, is only because Nigeria is a, I wouldn't say a lawless nation. It's a nation with laws, but with serious impunity to the laws that we have. We have enough laws that governs us, but who we implement? Those that we implement are the ones that are even casualizing their citizens. In the past, what we normally talk about is those Lebanese foreigners coming into Nigeria to casualize our people. But today, we've started seeing even state governments casualizing their own citizens. That is the issue. They had the one that we elected to govern us, to implement the laws that we have for us, and also to see to the effect of the laws. And if those states' leadership are the one also casualizing their members, we know that we are in a state of anarchy. No doubt about it. About two, about a week ago, uh, there was a national release from the National Executive Council of Nigeria Labour Congress against this in some states, Kaduna, and I think Imo, where the state government decided to casualize from level one to six and anyone that is up to 14 once you get to level 14 you can get to 15 any longer and also if you have 50 years no matter the level you are it will re- you have to go and retire so if level one to six are now regarded as casual workers in their own states then what can we say about the foreigners that are casualizing our people, giving them 500 naira, 1,000 naira per day? So we have the law. It is time now to stand, to sensitize people. And that is the reason why we are having the symposium. That is the reason why the national leadership of Nigeria and Labour Congress are also talking about it. So that we rise, we envision our people, we let them know the reason why they, we need to challenge this that is challenging us. Because information is power. After informing them, wait and see what Nigeria Labour Congress will do. Because, uh, you know, w- w- when you talk about sensitizing, I've, I've, I've had some people who, uh, you know, call them naive. But, you know, sometimes they say, uh, why do our people get themselves involved in some of these, uh, you know, jobs? Especially when you talk about the uh the foreigners you know lebanese chinese mm. you know some the likes that we've talked about over time but you know when when you consider the level of unemployment in the country uh, then you don't understand why a lot of young people or a lot of not even just young people a lot of people would be ready to do whatever it is they can't do even if it's on a contract basis but mm. You know, how is how is labor going to ensure? Because I know that uh, you know uh, the 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 laws are that uh, even if you are going to be on a contract basis or casual staff shouldn't be more than six months, one year maximum. Uh, how is the labor going to ensure that these laws are you know better adhered to? These laws are you know uh, followed to the letter, such that for every worker in Nigeria. Even if they find themselves in a situation where they are casual staff for you know that period stipulated by law, 
in, after that, they, they, they should be talking about regularization and, you know, uh, bringing them in full time to whatever, you know, wherever they are working. Okay. Well, th- those, are, those are the ones that are being engaged by either state or federal governments. Mm. Others that are working with the private companies, like uh, those foreigners that we just mentioned, if you do not have, a, if you do not have the capacity or you, you are not allowed to unionize yourself, how will you fight for anybody? It is only the union that can challenge those leaders, the employ- employers. It is only the union. You cannot challenge them individually. We need to come together. We need to team together. And that is the reason why some of those uh, companies are being picketed always so that they allow our members to come together to form a union that can stand and speak for them anytime. And once we have that, then agitation to, to regularize the appointment can kickstart. So that is what we have in the private sector. But in the public sector, if we have anything of that nature, the, the basis for the Nigeria Labour Congress and uh, the sister union, trade union congress, to rise against all this. But you will not rise against it until those you are even fighting for understand the reason why you are standing against it. You will discover that in some areas, when you are fighting for the workers, within the next one, two days, you ha- you will begin to see them asking, oh, why why can't we call this thing off? Why can't you allow us to work? We, 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 we are staffing. We need to go back to work. Why? Because they were not well informed. So this should be the first stage. Let's sensitize them. Let's get them informed about the reason why this has to be done. Now, it, it's interesting you, you mentioned the, that, uh, you know, uh, that we have, uh, you know, um, even in the, uh, should, should I say civil service or public service, we have some level of casualization also going on. And then that makes it tough to even criticize people that come into the country and practice the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and w- when you look at this private sector casualization, you, you tend to think um, the issues are foundational, foundational in the sense that we have failed to let these um, investors, so to speak, or these um, employers understand that these are things that will not be allowed you know, in the country. So uh, it's about letting them know from the onset that they cannot go ahead and casualize Nigerian workers or it is something that we will not put up with. So how is labor, uh, you know, uh, tra- what, what, will, what will labor be doing to ensure that these are things that are instilled in, you know, investors, uh, employers from the very start? Because it, it becomes a lot difficult when it, it, it's something that, yes, um, it's a, so you could argue it's a two-pronged ap- approach while you're fighting the ones that are in it at the moment. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of newer ones that will be coming into the country and they'll be looking at doing the same thing considering, well, it's something that goes on in the country. So what, what is Labour doing about that to ensure that even at the very start, the understanding is there for these individuals that these are things you cannot do to Nigerian workers? The, the, the understanding is there because the law is universal. Uh, International Labour Organization Convention, which Nigeria is a signatory to, so the law is there. They are aware about it, even at the uh, uh, initial stage. They have it, but those that are leading us, you know, uh, uh, in Nigeria today, 
corruption is uh, uh, is endemic to us. We know the right thing. They have the right decision, but the implementation will give us challenges. Hmm. Those that ought to have challenged them, those that will say, no, you cannot do this, are the ones that are even energizing them. That is the issue. Nigeria workers can only stand to face them with the last weapon that we have, withdrawing our services. Nothing else. Enforcing the law is not in the, in, in the purview of NLC. We have judiciary, we have executives that should take care of that area. And it is when they fail to do their bid that Nigerian workers will have to rise to challenge them. But the law is there. It's there. And, and no one can, can, can claim ignorance. Well, no, ignorance not, is not even something it's permitted. Even that, it's not permitted mm. at all. Mm. Uh, anyway, I, I've been speaking with the State Secretary of the Nigerian Union of Teachers, uh, speaking uh, for the Nigerian Labour Congress uh, this uh, morning ahead of uh, this year's uh, Workers' Day celebration. Uh, Comrade Larry Sampson has been speaking to us. Uh, remember, you can join the discussion uh, via Twitter at FreshFM at Belkota. It's uh, an avenue for you to drop your contributions, your questions, whatever it is. Uh, we are live on Facebook as well, so you also talk to us via that avenue. We'll definitely talk to you uh, via the phone lines at Tom point uh, this uh, morning uh, still platform on fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota please don't go anywhere platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta, thank you for staying with us uh, this morning. Uh, in case you're just joining us uh, for one reason or the other, you're a lot of minutes late but I don't know whether it's a better late than never uh, is a common saying but at least uh, great to know you're joining us. I've been speaking with the State Secretary of the Nigeria Union of Teachers, Comrade Larry Sampson. Um, okay, so we're talking ahead of uh, this year's uh, May Day celebration or Workers' Day. Uh, May 1st annually celebrated as Workers' Day and because um, uh, uh, the hope uh, is that that day uh, is an avenue or an opportunity for workers to make demands uh, remind government of things that they are suffering of or things that they need and uh, begin to get uh, results, uh, hopefully. Uh, Comrade O'Leary, let's uh, continue this uh, conversation by what are the what are the biggest demands uh, you, you spoke about safety earlier uh, as uh, what you would consider the biggest challenge and what uh, a number of employers uh, tend to neglect at the moment. But with this year's Workers' Day celebration, uh, what are the biggest demands of the Ogun State worker? Okay. Generally, number one, as I said earlier, the issue of safety is crucial. Because if you are not safe, then you cannot walk. Psychologically, one will be down. Mentally, one will be down. When, when, when you say safety, are you talking about the security situation? or You, are talk, you know, when you say safety, mm. if, you, if you say safety to the engineers, for example, mm, that mm. they're talking about, they're thinking PPEs, you know, oh, and the likes. Okay. Say safety to the doctor. So are, are you talking about security now? Making it, sure everyone is safe and secure. Is that your... 
you see safety covers it all mm. security is just one it's just one like you men- rarely mentioned the issue of doctors at this period where when covid is still much around with us pp is part of safety for those that are in the health sector wherever we find ourselves if one is not secured then that job is not worth doing at all that is the first thing economic safety we also need to be safe if i've labored for 30 days for my employer and yet could not get my total pay at the end of that month then i'm not safe so it cut across Physical safety is there. Mental safety is there. Social safety is also there. So all these culminated together to form the angel of safety that we are referring to. Uh, We have some challenges in Ugun states also, which we would like to mention because we believe that uh, Ugun state's government will come out loud and clear on the 1st of May to, to, to make Ugun state workers happy again one our deductions deducted funds from our salaries that are not yet released should be released economically we are not safe most of our our cooperatives are dying they are almost dead and that is where workers run to when they are having other challenges you want to pay for the tuition, you want to pay for your work school fee, those that are paying rent, all this. You can be keeping this monthly salary to, to, to do all that. We run to our cooperatives. All these are almost in comatose. Why? Because deductions were not released to time. So that is there for us. Uh, uh, the way you have treated today, we believe is still the same way you will treat tomorrow. If care is not taken, if we fail to take care of today, then tomorrow is also blinking. Our pensioners, but I must give it to Ogun State Government on that because the MOU signed, they've started honoring that with the first trench for the first quarter. We're hoping for the second payment on time so that all that those are uh, senior citizens also can have the sense of belonging during this May Day celebration. We have that. What about our pension? The doctor pension funds not yet released. Housing funds not yet released. Let me just say deduction in general. Mm-hmm. Government should look into this and to make Ogun State workers happy again. Now, you know, the, the, the issue of deductions, uh, to, just just to be clear, you know, um, these these are issues that uh, we've we've spoken about a number of times as well. I know that this non-remittance of deduction is something that uh, started uh, some years back, not necessarily with this administration. Uh, has, has this administration been any better compared to the last, as far as deductions are concerned, or they've just gone ahead to toward the same path? They are almost following the same path, almost. Why do you say almost? Have they? Because this is the second year. Okay, so uh-huh. so we believe so they yes. can still they can still right the wrongs. Okay, so that is the reason why I said they are almost following the same. But path. so far, it is the same path of that they are to. Sure, sure. 
Uh, and um, have they offered any explanations? Are they or they're just going about doing it? Um, should we say arrogantly or no, <laughs> without no, any no, explanations? No, 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 no. For any employer, I think the first explanation or the first claim is positive of one. Okay. We do not have fun. We do not do this. We do not do that. Most especially those that are working with the uh, local government, the local government workers. The local government workers, they are seriously in dilemma. Because most of the areas where local government will have source for internally generated revenue have been taken care of by the state government. And now, the high, uh, the local. remittance from the federal government mm. is not enough to take care of most of their claims again. And that is the reason why we are calling on the state government to do the needful. Local government is still the baby of the states. We cannot allow the, that harm of the government to die. And also those that are working with them, they need to come in to their aids. Now, just before we get some thoughts from our listener this morning, you mentioned that as part of the uh, demands or the challenges you mentioned the issue of pensioners yes. and you know i've uh, a number of times i've uh, you know spoken to officials of uh, you know various uh, retirees or pensioners bodies talk about the nup uh there's, there's that body for local government lockpan uh, you know I, although i i hear that lockpan is not necessarily you know affiliated to the nlc, NLC. but but uh, or the nup rather but some 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 of these uh, some of them you know have this claim or have this belief that for today's workers uh, the focus is always today's workers you know uh, that um, uh, today's workers tend to not entirely care about them and uh, you know uh, how uh, you know much is you know workers they about the pensioners as well uh, because uh, you know some of the claims that they've made. In fact, I heard some people make the claims. For example, when you talk about the previous, uh, uh, the last agreement with the state government. Mm. I've heard some people who believe that once the minimum wage issue was sorted, once the agreements were read about promotion, that you know other issues were just afterthoughts. Even you know on the part of labor, although those are claims. I don't know how true that those are. Uh, I've also heard some people who. Uh, talk about, for example, you talk about this agreement to spend five is it five hundred billion every quarter, million uh, five hundred million rather every quarter on uh, payment of pensions. I've also of listened gratuity. to of gratuities. I've also listened to pensioners who have the belief that that is grossly inadequate. Uh, I've, I've heard calculations made of how many years it will take before arrears are offset. Talk less of those that are retiring. You know, every week, every month. So, what 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 is labor doing to change this narrative, or is it not, is the is the is that notion wrong in its entirety? It, it, it's wrong in its entirety. You see, the, if you see the MOU, I think the issue of pensioners takes the front burner. But logically, labor has to be very careful. As I said earlier. There are some steps you need to take if if you're going to the negotiation table with five things do not have the notion that you will return with those five mm. because that is the reason why we call it negotiation you have to drop some for another time to take it up again from there so 
The first thing on that list is the issue of minimum wage. And that was the reason why that one was pursued to a logical conclusion during that period. And among, in, in that MOU signed with the government, on others, that issue of pensioners takes the first burner. And if labor had rest on their horse, I think we'll not be talking about 500 million now. Those that have taken it, I think is only by the grace but, that they are still alive. But but do you also share the concerns of some who talk about how long it will take, you know, before that 500 million okay. caters for their arrears okay. on ground and all decisions? Oh, oh, okay, let's let's look at it from this angle. If we're saying it's not enough and the government is talking about paucity of fund and you are able to take 500 million as the first trench with a profissu that that will be increased as long as the economy improves okay so it's part of it once the economy improves what they are paying also we improve we cannot say everything that the state is generating should come to our side no we're not saying that we're also considerate in some areas and that is the reason why we have been able if you know what we witnessed before we could even reach that 500 if something has not been paid for the past 10 12 years and you now have somebody that have started paying now. I think we should give that person an accolade for that. Believing that they will follow the MOU to the latter. As long as the economy improves, then there will be also an increase on the release funds. So, so can we say, just as we you know wrap this, wrap this up, can we say that... Uh, labor or the NLC saying to uh, you know pensioners or retired workers, those that either at all believed uh, their uh, you know their plight wasn't entirely on the front burner of mm-hmm. labor's uh, you know issues. That that is not the situation. Uh, you will continue to also have them as part of your fights. It's not, and it can never be. When I when you raise the issue of pensioners, I think the first thing I said is the way they've treated today or yesterday. Mm. Is the way they will treat tomorrow, bro. If we are to retire tomorrow, and they have treated those that retired yesterday, yesterday the way they have treated them, then we know we are also coming to that point. And that is the reason we cannot rest on our horse. We will continue to fight for their interest, and we will continue to agitate for what belongs to them. All right, I've been speaking with the State Secretary of the Nigerian Union of Teachers, uh, Comrade Ray Larry Samson. We've been speaking ahead of uh, this year's um, Workers' Day uh, to be celebrated on the 1st of May. Uh, let's get some uh, contributions from you uh, this uh, morning. The numbers to call are 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079, or you can also call 818 1079 We have only about six minutes, so you tell us your name, where you're calling from, turn on the volume on your radio, get straight to your point, your question, or your contribution. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Yeah, this is a lot of the comments on the line. I'm agreeing to the guests over there. Thank you. I think the the way our governors and uh, most especially our concept, I will center my uh, submission on our government. The way they handle labor, labor starter, is as a result of their, they mistake priorities. And that's the problem. They give attention to what is not needed. We can recall how the former governor of the state, the 
embark on 26 models. He spent a lot of money on it. He couldn't complete it. All those journey trips that I had at the that I landed in is completed. So the remaining align I do now. Millions have been spent on it. These millions can cater for the welfare of reasonable number of workers in the state. So that's how that's how they used to do. They are they were involved on projects. If you look at the circular flow of income, the concept of circular flow of income, well, they will know that it's better they cater for the welfare of the workers than to embark on projects that are elephant elephant projects, white elephant projects. Right. They will not think about anything, anything. So they should redirect their priorities and right. cater for the my, uh, worker. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, Mr. Lakomi. Good morning. Good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Yes, good morning. Yeah, my name is Dorothy. I'm calling from Abeka. Good morning. I, I want to start by uh, mentioning the fact that any government that decides to withhold the benefits of workers are not friends of Nigeria. As a matter of fact, it is a criminal act that the, the, the workers uh, uh, trust the the, 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 the government, their the, the employer, they got so much from my salary. They derived it to social so account, and the, the, the employer decided not to comply or deduct that money, and you say they say they are borrowing it. It is a criminal act, and all things being called. The labor supposed to take such government to the court. To court. But my concern, and I want, I will want uh, the secretary of NUT to please comment on this. I, I thank God I'm, I'm, I'm a labor person myself. I'm a labor leader, and I know what I'm talking about. The problem we are facing in this country today is caused by the polarization of the labor union. You see, when NUT was NUT. When NUT speaks, the government shakes. When NSC was NSC, when they speak, the government is in. But because they have been divided into groups, for those just pleasing, but not for you, for certain parties. That is why we are, we are where we have find ourselves today. NSC is just is in theory. For this, for the people of this nation, and the right. less privilege that suffering for it. All that's right. my contribution this morning. May God bless Nigeria. All right, thank you, Honorable Johnson, for talking to us this morning. Uh, that, that, that's a very interesting submission about you know polarization. In fact, um, you know, there is the polarization that we see, and then there are also some. Um, uh, should I say clandestine moves to have even factions among some uh, labor groups as well? What, what's your contribution? What's your comment to that? Well, I, I want to appreciate. Um, he said do, he, he do, was do you agree? It's an leader. issue as well. It, it, very serious one. Okay, uh, it is an issue, and uh, not only for Nigeria Labour Congress only. It's for the for the entire nation. You see, when the issue of factionalization or polarization started, Nigerian people also supported the government. A lot of people are, were saying, "NS is too powerful to do this." Let their wings be cut off. Many of our people think that Mayday is only meant for 
the public workers is for all if we all unite together we come together to fight a common enemy i think they will run but when it comes to that point because of their political inclination you begin to see them that even those that are voicing out today you might not see them when the war started so that is the that is the no doubt about it factionalization of unions is is seriously affecting the nation is seriously affecting the nation but you know that there's also the you know the questions by some individuals about you know honesty on the part of labor leaders uh, i'm sure you must have heard all these talks about you know uh, labor leaders being bought by some of the politicians or, you know uh, for example uh, there's this uh, tweet here this morning uh, from Oshineye Yomi is of the opinion that NLC had failed Nigerian workers institution had been turned to money bag uh, the only solution for Nigerian workers is trust institutions uh, to trust our institutions is to be honest and stand tall rather than being mischievous uh, I'm sure you've had some comments of that nature over time about you know labor unions as well in the country or about the NLC so to speak yes labor unions and Nigeria workers we we are not from the moon we are part of this community mm. we are part of this nation if we believe that labor leaders were being bought over is it only the labor leaders that that are being bought over what about many of us that are taking what we're not supposed to take i i won't subscribe to that that they have been bought over but what we face is not something we might be discussing when it comes to year like this some labor leaders could not even sleep in their in their homes again being threatened here and there we are also human so it's not about being bought over it's about the challenges that we are facing with the current situation of nigeria where uh, 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 this issue but, of corruption is highly endemic but but you know well, while i see the point you're making it's also very important uh you know to the nlc which is supposed to be you know uh, at least uh, some hope to workers okay. uh, you know has to be a strong institution in such a way that you know it's at least uh there's uh, it's at least protected from this you know <laughs> some of these things that you talk about is are there are there mechanisms in place to check some of these things uh, in the union as well uh, yes yes we do have, have have they been working so great i, I think so okay. that they, they have been working that, that is the reason why we have trustees in any union or labor movement a singular person cannot take decision if one has been bought over what about the others mm. and you cannot take decision without taking it back to the congress it has to be the total decision of the workers in the state. Like in Ogun State, we have state executive council. We cannot declare any strike on somebody who say, I call off strike without the decision of the SEC, state executive council. All the unions, the chairmen, the secretaries will come together and take that decision. If the chairman has taken anything and do not uh, have any impact in the SEC, it is the SEC that will take decision. So that mechanism is there to uh, serve us to checkmate that aspect. Alright, um, I think we'll just uh, leave it there this uh, morning. I should say a very big thank you to Comrade O'Leary Sampson who is the State Secretary of the Nigeria Union of Teachers. I uh, represented the uh, State NLC Chairman this morning. Thank you very much for your views this morning. I, I, I thank you, sir. Uh, we should say congratulations on uh, yet another Workers' Day. Hopefully, uh, you know, 
uh, we'll begin to see uh, better treatment, better times for Nigerian workers, you know, from this year's workers' day.